Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Hey, this is Olympic champion Scott Hamilton, the real Scott Hamilton, reminding you to listen to the other Scott Hamilton show every day right here on ESPN Charleston, because he's nearly as smart as the real Scott Hamilton, just not as good looking. Week three. Right around the corner. Already had some movement in the AP Top 25. Georgia moving up to number one. little shuffling. None of it really matters, though, until we get the college football playoff rankings. End all, be all, really. We're still a few weeks away from that. But there are still things to extract from the rankings right now, and I want to explore that with our guest. Covers college football for Sporting News. Our friend Bill Bender. Bill, how are you, buddy? Hey, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. Uh, tell me, Bill. This time of year, how many hours a week do you do you work? What's what's a work week <laughs> look like for Bill Bender? Oh, you know, uh, I'm on salary, so I won't complain. Um, you know, it, it's it's fun. You know, like nights like Saturday nights are fun, and we stay busy, obviously, through the week. And you know, but I, I tell people all the time, I. I find a day Friday typically where I can get off and you know hang with the family and still have time to go see my kids games and those kind of things so blessed to be able to do what I'm doing I hear you I love the attitude Bill Bill let me ask you this we got Georgia one Bama two Ohio State three Michigan four that would position for an all SEC all Big Ten college football playoff what's the likelihood of that happening come January you know, it's interesting. Um, I think those four right now have kind of separated themselves as the best team. But, I, you know, Clemson's in that discussion. And the other team I would put in that discussion right now, and you, you can mock me if you want, is is uh, USC with Caleb Williams and Jordan Addison, the way that they're playing. Um, their offense is as, as, as explosive as anybody. They maybe have a little bit of question on the defensive side if they get in a shootout, but I mean, those are the six best teams to me. If if the rankings were this week, that's who I would have voted for. The, the four and the two out, those are the six. Bill, that sounds awful familiar. Uh, explosive offense, shaky defense. That is the Lincoln-Riley MO. Correct me if I'm wrong. Well, no, you're not wrong. Um, but it, I, I don't know if he can make it different at USC. I do know the offense is very flashy. Uh, Caleb Williams' ability to throw the ball down the field. Jordan Addison, Blitnikoff Award winner. They are they make a lot of big plays on offense and turn those big plays into points. So 
Yeah, you're right. I mean, it does resemble Oklahoma. I won't be surprised if Caleb Williams wins the Heisman Trophy, and we've seen that movie before as well. So I think, again, the question becomes defense. Stanford had two turnovers in the red zone in that game Saturday, so it wasn't like Stanford wasn't moving the ball up and down the field either. Bill, I, I, I threw this out there yesterday. Maybe I'm cuckoo. Maybe I'm off the reservation. Tell me I'm right. Tell me I'm wrong. I kind of like Oklahoma State, and they're sitting there right now, number eight in the AP poll. And, again, that's just a poll by a bunch of guys like ourselves. But still, I like what I've seen so far, the Cowboys. Give me a reason why to buy Oklahoma State stock. Give me a reason why to sell it. Uh, you know, Spencer Sanders is a reason to buy. You know, dual-threat quarterback, putting up a ton of points, a uh, ton of yards, ton of passing yards very experienced player. Their offense is legit. Um, Defense, maybe. I mean, that's the same thing. And I think their defense, you know, they lost Jim Knowles to Ohio State. They had a hiccup there against um, Central Michigan. They they, they are winning, though. And, you know, they have as good a chance as anybody else to win the Big 12. Um, You know, I think Oklahoma will be in that discussion. It's too bad. I mean, honestly, I, I really wish Quinn Ewers wouldn't have got hurt. And I know that's every Texas fan ever right now, but um, I wonder if that game would have been different. I wonder if the Big 12 race would be different had he not be out for the next six to eight weeks. Are are you that bullish on the current state of Texas football? I mean, obviously we saw what happened on Saturday against Alabama, and a lot of people, myself included, are, are writing it up almost as an anomaly. But do you think that is legit? Do you think Texas may be ahead of schedule? The recruiting's coming. I mean, I, I my takeaway was their perimeter players on offense, at least, were better than Alabama's defense. The the offensive guys were better. I mean, they need and their defense played well. It's not my. T- I guess well, that's my way of saying it wasn't like Alabama's athletes overwhelmed Texas to me. And you know, the defense played inspired. Bryce Young made some plays in the clutch, and that's what Heisman winners do. If Quinn Ewers plays all four quarters, though, they may have won the game. And I'm saying that, like, with confidence. That's not me trying to be edgy. Um, they, they really played well. So, with Arch Manning coming in next, the recruiting coming around them, I would say they're on schedule as opposed to ahead of schedule. And when they get to the SEC, it's going to be interesting. We're joined by Bill Bender of the Sporting News. You can follow him on Twitter at BillBender92. Bill, I want to run this by you. What team that is currently undefeated would you say is the biggest disappointment in your mind? I'm going to go ahead and tell you mine. Mine is NC State. Very underwhelming in that opening win against East Carolina. Maybe that was an anomaly. Who would you say? I mean, they're they're up there. I mean, it was a tough early first week win. Um of the 2-0 teams who's disappointing, I mean, that would probably be my answer as well. Um, had Texas A&M beat App State, that would have been my answer um, because they just haven't looked apart anyway. So, I mean, those are a couple teams that were ranked in the top 25 to start the season. The good news for NC State, though, is they haven't lost yet, and they'll get the test of all tests here in a couple weeks when they go to Clemson and, and try to break that long winning streak that the Tigers have at home. Bill, just a couple more minutes, please. What are we to think of Michigan? I, I know that Harbaugh has allegedly decided he's going to ride with McCarthy from this point on. Of course, he can change his mind at any time. How how, how much stock are you buying in Michigan right now? A lot. 
um, because McCarthy's a game changer. I think he may, you know, I was telling people in our morning meeting today, it's, you don't see Twitter giving Jim Harbaugh credit, right? Like, he did this right. I think gave McNamara a chance, saw what he saw. But everybody that, that follows that program a little bit knows that J.J. McCarthy is the talent. It's the five-star guy, super talented, seems to have the locker room too, uh, seems to have a lot of guys that like him on that team. And uh, what I like is they average 16 yards per play when he's on the field you know, between his runs and passes. So I think he elevates that offense and gives them a chance. Not saying they're going to do it, but they'll have a chance to go to Columbus and win in November with that team if McCarthy stays healthy. I, I, I agree with you to a certain extent on that. I, I agree that Harbaugh did all he could to give Cade McNamara an opportunity to keep his job. I mean, Cade McNamara gave him his greatest season up to this point as the head coach of the Michigan Wolverines, probably saved his job thanks in part to Cade McNamara, but indeed that J.J. McCarthy is the future. He's the more talented quarterback. In, in your estimation, Bill, how similar is this to the old Kelly Bryant, Trevor Lawrence situation from a few years ago? Well, I think there's a little one different, but a little bit very similar because Kelly Bryant obviously started in a playoff game, just like Kate McNamara did. And, you know, first sign of trouble. But everybody knew how good Trevor Lawrence was. I, I would argue the Trevor Lawrence situation is different because you were dealing McCarthy is a five star quarterback. Trevor Lawrence was a guy that I think we all knew from day one. Hey, that guy's probably going to get taken number one in the NFL draft. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it panned out that way and it worked for Dabo. And, that was kind of the foreshadowed what was to come because Jim Harbaugh isn't the last coach that's going to have to do this. Um, James Franklin might have to do this in a few weeks. Clemson may have to do it again. Although everything I've read and heard and talked to people about it, um, DJ's the guy right now, and there, there's no reason to go to Cade Klubnik right now. Bill, this might be the most important question I'm going to ask you. On the Mount Rushmore of uh, trolling jobs by a fan base, where do you put Iowa's with the cameo videos? <laughs> I mean, it's, what, what happened? I don't know if I saw this one. Oh, Bill. Oh, Bill. You know what cameo videos are, right? I do. Somebody or somebody's had cameo videos made by Bob Stoops and um, McCaffrey. Uh, Fran McCaffrey, the basketball coach, directed to Brian Ferentz, talking about how their families support them and if it's okay if they want to get out of the family business. Oh, I did. I I, I was wondering what that Bob Stoops video meant. I, I, I saw that briefly the other day, but I mean, it's it's rough times for Iowa's offense. Um, you know, it, it is what it is, but it, it's one of those things where Iowa State definitely broke that streak and. I was going to face some, some tough times here in the Big Ten West. I mean, that, there's only one undefeated team left in the Big Ten West, and that's Minnesota. You know, this has been a long time coming for Iowa, though. Wouldn't you say, Bill? I mean, they started off so wonderfully last year. I believe they were number two in the country at one point. But then the turnover ferry decided to leave Iowa and go visit elsewhere, and we saw what happened. They've been living on borrowed time, hoping to get an, an inordinate amount of turnovers and playing really bad offense. Well, it's the same thing as Wisconsin. These these two schools need to find a quarterback that isn't a limits the offense. Their offense is limited with Spencer Petras, just like Wisconsin's offense is limited with Grant Mertz. And they do have an identity, run the football, get the ball to tight ends, occasionally take the deep shot, play solid defense. But I don't know. I mean, Wisconsin had just as bad a day 
Saturday with the turnovers and the the rough offensive play uh, against Washington State, who has a pretty good quarterback who didn't even play that great. So that was a big win for the Cougars on the road at, at Camp Randall. And, Bill, if you'll indulge me one more minute, but I need to ask you this question. Uh, we know that USC and UCLA are going to be joining the Big Ten in a couple of years. Do you have any sense of what the scheduling model might look like? We, we've heard about the SEC. We know what the ACC is going to do, but I've yet to come across anything for the Big Ten. What, what have you heard? I mean, they'll play nine games. I, I the Kind of what I was saying about the Big Ten West, the weakness is, to me, it, it offers an opportunity to scrap divisions because the, all the power is on one side. The four best teams in the conference right now are on one side. USC adds another layer to that and, and – you know, it would probably be the fifth program. And who knows where Nebraska goes now. So, I, I, I don't know. I know that USC and UCLA came to that conference, and they're going to want to play Ohio State and Michigan a lot because those are the games that are going to make the most money. He's Bill Bender of the Sporting News. You can follow him on Twitter at BillBender92. Bill, I know you are working it hard today, brother. Appreciate your time. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me on. Take care. All righty. It's Bill Bender of the Sporting News. Follow him on Twitter at BillBender92. You have to think this. The the gap between the haves and the have-nots in the Big Ten is going to grow exponentially. You're going to have those four alphas, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State. Then you're going to have that next level that's still going to have a huge gap, but you'll have your Minnesotas, your Wisconsins, the ones who have success to a certain degree, but not that kind of, oh, we could go to the college football playoff type of a success. And then you're going to have this huge drop-off, which right now would include a, a bunch of teams as Nebraska, Rutgers, Maryland, where a six- or seven-win season will be fantastic. If they're playing nine regular season games and you draw three of those four, I mean, you're already behind the eight ball. It's just going to be so arduous to go anywhere in the Big Ten if you're already starting at rock bottom, and that's basically what Nebraska's doing at this point. Excellent, excellent insight, Bill Bender of the Sporting News. The Scott Hamilton Show on Wednesday. Tonight, I can't wait till the morning has come.